right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up Podcast. Solly here, joined shortly here by TC and Maddie Kelly, who of course caddies for Mark Leishman. Maddie's a good friend of ours here. He lives in uh, lives in Ponte Vedra, and uh, we've gotten to know him a lot over the years. Great, uh, always gives us little nuggets about the golf course and sat down with us for well over an hour going through his yardage book, yardage books, I should say, from Augusta National, talking about how they play each hole, some of the considerations, Gives you just a ton of stuff to look out for when the Masters uh, hits your television screens next week. This got me in a super golf mood. Matthew Fitzpatrick was a bit of an appetizer in terms of looking in his yardage book. It's funny to hear kind of some of the same things confirmed uh, with Maddie and Leash. And uh, I can't thank him enough for spending the time to walk us through all this and share just a ton of really cool nuggets about Augusta National. Want to, of course, welcome back a partner of ours, Elijah Craig. As we do uh, ramp things up here for Masters Week, I have got plenty of Elijah Craig bourbon stash. We'll be having some of that on the live shows that will be coming to you next week. I hope you know this. It's it's written here for me to ask you, did you know that Elijah Craig is known as the father of bourbon? If you listen to the podcast at all in September, you would know that, of course. In 1789, he became the first to age his whiskey in charred oak barrels, and now it's actually a legal requirement for bourbon to be aged in uh, new charred oak barrels even today. So this will be a great something to have on hand for you as you watch the Masters. I like mine on the rocks. Actually, we saved the bottle of the 18-year that they gave us and had that uh, as our final drink that we had before we went out. Went to the altar on my on my wedding last week, so very appreciative that they sent, it, sent that our ways. I like it on the rocks. You can make an old-fashioned with it. So pick up a bottle today and raise a glass to the father of bourbon. No Laying Up is brought to you by Elijah Craig Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, Bardstown, Kentucky, 47% alcohol by volume. Elijah Craig reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Here is our podcast with Maddie Kelly. Gosh. All right. Maddie, so many questions. Yeah. Like, where do I start? First question, like, where do you where do you stay? So there's a couple of caddies and I, Joe, caddies for Ricky Fowler, Sam, that caddies for Cameron Smith. We've rented the same house now for, this will be at least six years, six, seven years. And it's literally between, well, our entrance and our parking is, so there's the house and between our entrance is the parking lot for the caddies. So we do drive, it's, but it's literally half a mile from the entrance. But yeah, same house. We've got a good relationship with them now. The price has stepped up gradually. <laughs> We're getting on a little bit now. It's getting close to like, all right, you can cap that if you want. If your player does well, do they start like, ah, uh, he's made some money well, lately. They're, they're definitely looking at results, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> We're up to about, uh, it's about six and a half grand now, I think we pay for the week. But they which, did give which us is a, probably still a screaming deal. Yeah, right? it, it is good. And, it, and it's so, we know exactly what we're getting with the house. It's not, it's nothing flash, but it's, it's perfect for us. It's like the last thing you want that week is a very. You don't have to deal with, yeah, we know exactly. We pick up the keys from the, um, with the caddy masters. It's friends with the, with the owners and um, it's all, we know exactly what we're getting, where it is. And as you say, it's the last thing you want to deal with is finding a new house or a hotel and yeah. not know how long it's going to take to get there, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good. So you, then you get there and you go. Are you on eggshells from the beginning? Like, does that is there more comfort that comes going there year over year? Uh, yeah, I think the comfort definitely comes. Like this will be Mark's maybe eighth or ninth Masters now. We always call it the best week of the year, but yeah, there's like you get that nerve. It's it's a funny nervous, but it's more anxious. I guess to get out there and get started, just because it's you know it's everyone's favorite event almost. And yeah, this year we always get there the Sunday and usually play 
nine holes. This year we're not going to do that. We we have to get tested for the COVID test and all that sort of stuff. We'll get that done Sunday and then then attack Monday. We always feel like you can almost put anyone who's just watched the event in any part of that golf course, you know exactly where to miss it, where to hit it, what slopes you can use, roughly how far you got. So I feel like people almost wear themselves out at that event early in the week. They're so excited, most excited you're going to be for a practice round all year. And then you get to Thursday and you're definitely jacked up, but it's you can be flat. So, yeah, we're going to try and just ease into it a bit more this this year. When you show up, do you go straight to uh, like, I mean, gosh, do you have to get like a biometric scan and <laughs> to go get your, your caddy <laughs> fib? Like, um, yeah, so Mark's, the agency sends in, well, yeah, I think if you've been before, they just use the same one. But you go to, I think it's gate four, just on Washington Road for the caddies. And it's like an airport security, yeah. You, you show your tour credential when you first show up and that gets you to the caddy and they'll, someone will come meet you and take you, get your credential for the week. And then if you've been before, they'll have your overall size and all that sort of stuff ready to go and then pick up your yardage book and stuff that week yeah from there how are the overalls terrible <laughs> you don't like them we I mean, love them you wear the no yeah. leg up shirt well there. yeah yeah it's one of those they're not comfortable by any means and but it, it's the event like for any other other event it wouldn't work but you don't mind wearing them for for the masters but it nah, might yeah. be nice and for a november one it's, it might be a little warmer definitely i think yeah. it'd be i think it'd be much nicer so Oh, so you get a new yardage book every time. We're going to get into some of the some of the details of the yardage book, but do you go and then translate your prior year notes into the into the new yardage book? How much of that stuff do you need to have written down to really remember it? I think it was nineteen. We had to they changed the rules on the sides of the yardage books and the green, the pictures of the greens in the books, so everything had to be transferred because those previous years books weren't. I think you can use them for approach shots and stuff like that, but now that you're not allowed to use them for green reading, so. To make to get rid of any sort of accident that could happen, we just transferred every single note over. Are they calling out changes to the course on the New Year's yardage book? They, uh, apart from like the fifth tee last year that changed, that was obviously a dramatic difference. They don't. I don't. They definitely like when you check in, they won't tell you what, what's changed, what's happened. I'm sure they'll put any significant change in the book, but it's they kind of just do it so quietly and you gotta go find, you gotta go and find it. it yeah wow. for sure yeah. do caddies like talk to each other like hey did you notice this yeah yeah do you yeah. find yourself like imagining something like <laughs> was that tree there well that's the thing like you almost convince yourself stuff's gonna happen before it even <laughs> happened like uh, have they flattened this part of the green because this part doesn't seem to break as much like maybe the greens are just faster or you know so you just yeah it changes year to year and stuff like that but yeah you're you definitely like you almost overanalyze every single into the property. Well, it might be the only place that can just drop a tree in somewhere if they yeah. want to. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, it's, it's no one else really has the budget to just like, no. oh, yeah, all of a sudden we're going to do this, this, <laughs> yeah. and this. And exactly. The secretive nature of it is what I find, you know, all, every player I've talked to about this upcoming Masters just seems to be at a total, I don't yeah. know. The people are arguing about whether or not there's going to be a new T on 13. I was like, guys, I still don't know. Yeah. The images are not, unless no. they did it super secretive in the last week right there's no think new they tea. said there not only is there not going to be this year it's not going to be uh for, for april, april either okay yeah yeah because yeah, you go on google earth and they've still they haven't done it yet well i don't know how updated the google earth photos are but but the, there's been a, planes flying over with images right. that show the 13th tee and they show the road back there but there is no new tee no back tea. there Good. so but yeah i don't know if they're gonna some people are throwing out ideas like move the tee further left maybe they might plant some trees down the left to prevent what bryson might potentially do so, so they do have – they really don't have to move that tee that much. If they just use the left side of that tee and what – they actually have a – there's a limb that has a cable tied to it. And in the practice rounds, a lot of the time, they'll have that really tight and the limb kind of sits 
way more upright. And then you get there in the tournament and they've loosened it down and it sits like That's this a little bit. Sick. Oh my God. <laughs> so if they just use the left side of that T, you really, now you can't take that. I mean, you can, I guess, if you've got, if you're that ballsy to take that on, yeah, you can. But now it becomes almost like a hook, like on 10, if they just use the left side of that T. Um, and I'm, but I'm sure that if they do move it, they'll move it five, 10 yards maybe and it'll be a totally different hole. But. Tying back libs. What, what other stuff you got like that? <laughs> How much died? do you love the fact that there's no, that there's no green reading books? Well, I was actually thinking about, I don't know. Do they even, has there ever been one? I don't think they exist. I don't think they've let anyone on, on exactly. side to do it. Um, and Bryson's, like his putting stats at Augusta are far worse than anyone yeah, else. Yeah, that's right? interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I don't think they should be around anyway, but I love it. I don't think, yeah. I th as especially for that place when the putts are so severe, it's almost like that's what makes the putts so hard is because yeah, it looks really severe and it's probably a two or three degree slope, who really knows, but the guys that do the aim point train themselves to, to do all that and that's fair play to them. They can they can do that. But yeah, no book. I like I like the idea of no greens books. Yeah. What uh what, what so it's been a, a a weird year for everyone, but weird year for for you and your guy Leash. Like what what what's it been like? What's it like catting for a guy when he's his game is not fully there? How much does that change your job? It's definitely I mean, it's a lot harder obviously. And then the thing with Mark and I is we're such good friends that it's got to the point I mean, it, he's definitely taking strides. He's get he's hitting and he's because he played great in the before. We yeah, went he was to off break. to a strong start. And yeah. I think that, honestly, that's not that you just expect to show up and have that ready to go again. But it, it was such a severe drop off that his confidence took a hit. But he's he's striking's definitely on the improve, and it's just a confidence thing. And and because we're such good friends, it, it got to the point where you just I just feel you feel bad. Like I can see him putting in work and not seeing any results, and it's yeah, it's hard because you just want you. As a friend, you just want him to see because it affects you. Go, you arrive on site, and then it affects your whole week. If Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday don't go well, and then you have a bad Thursday, the rest of the weekend's like it's such a drag. But so it's hard, and you don't like seeing your friend like that. And then as a caddy, it's like it's financial stuff. It's all, everything that comes with that. So for me, we had such a we had such a good start to the year that I, I just it hurts to see your friend struggling and being so down on himself. But honestly, I think going to Augusta, getting those juices back, and going to somewhere we've played a bunch. You have to be very precise around there, but I think also you can almost fake it if your short game's good enough. If you know where to miss it, you can use the slopes from bunkers around the greens and all that sort of stuff. And if you putt well enough, you can you can get yourself in there on the, with a chance on the weekend and then hopefully because take over. Yeah, because I, I feel like when with speed like somebody like Spieth, who, you know, hasn't hit it great over the last three years, but he can show up at Augusta and kind of feel his way around it. Mm -hmm. and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but it feels like every year at Augusta, it, it's not all about precision golf swings. It's not precision golf because it's such a feel place with the with the slopes, the elevation changes, and all of the you know the different shots that are required there. It's not like just hit stock golf shots everywhere, and that can help someone that maybe is not faking it, but you know yeah. not not coming in swinging his best. Definitely, I okay. think you're exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Now, like holes like twelve. If you're two back and you get that back right pin on Sunday, and it's time to try and hit one, and then you do you're swinging it bad. It's gonna probably catch up to you but i mean i think everyone would sign up to be two back on sunday you know so you but like you say this and you can use so many slopes around the greens in augusta you, it is definitely precision but if you're not exactly 100 percent on you can you can kind of get away with it a little bit how much does the course evolve as the week goes along <laughs> i get frustrated that because everyone loves the sub air talk the year patrick reed allegedly won 
Um, we were in the last group with him on Saturday and it was first two days were so perfect. It was firm. It was fast. Mark was playing good. We were, I don't know if we were tied lead, one back, two back, I don't know, but we we're in the last group. And then we got a little bit of rain and the course just totally, it was not marshmallows, but it was so, so different. And it's not an excuse. It's up to us to adapt. But most years it goes from pretty firm and then you'll get a scorable either Saturday and then Sunday set up for drama, obviously. So almost the opposite of a US Open where you'll see a score early and then it gets harder and harder and harder. It's get yourself in the tournament and then see what can happen on the weekend kind of deal. Because the sub air doesn't get used nearly as much as people think it, it gets used, right? Or does it have as much of an impact yeah. when it does I, get Yeah, used? I don't think – I think it helps if, like, it get a ton of rain the week before and you want to get it to playable. I don't think it, when you get rock hard and then you get a little bit of drizzle and the dew point's not quite right or whatever it is, it just doesn't seem to suck as much of the moisture out. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it has a cr- – I mean – yeah, it has an effect if it's really wet and gets it to somewhat dry, but it, getting that last little bit out of it, I don't, I don't think it does a whole lot. How often do you think back? You got you. Alicia's had some success at the Masters and had a really good run in 2013, which yeah. is not very well. Honestly, until I looked it up today, I didn't realize that he played the par fives one over on the back. Yeah. And if yeah. he plays it, you know, obviously Scott and Cabrera birdied the 18th, but if he if he birdies the par fives on the back, he'd have been yeah, right, right there. there in it. Yeah. Uh, what what uh, yeah, I don't know if what my question is related to that, but how how, how often do you think back think to twenty thirteen? Yeah. Um, there's one the eleventh hole there is whenever I think of Augusta is the one memory I think of of that year. Mark made like a 25, 30 footer, and because the crowd's so far back, they're behind the twelfth tee. You could hear it even though I'm twenty feet from the hole. I can hear it rattle around before the crowd reacts. <laughs> so that's a cool memory I have from that day. And then the par five thing, it, we had six iron into thirteen. And I think we had like four iron into uh, fifteen. And it's what makes those par fives so good. You still got to execute, but he and it, but he was also playing to win the event. He wasn't trying to just blast it over the green on fifteen and take your chance to get up and down. He's like, I need to make three, so he tried to do it, didn't pull it off. Did we? I think we birdied thirteen. And Birdie, didn't birdie thirteen. You birdied nine and eleven on Sunday. You parred thirteen and bogeyed fifteen. Bogeyed fifteen. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So that was. Yeah. But I think back my memory of the leash on fifteen. What year was that? Twenty eighteen or was that last year with the the oh. four iron? Or uh, was it? Take us to that shot. Slinging hook. <laughs> yeah, with playing with Tiger and Tommy Fleetwood. We were on the left side of the fifteen fairway, and we'd actually talked about it. Maybe not that week, that year, but the year before, because the grandstand right of the green is perfectly situ- like it. If that's where you want to hit it, but they've got the grandstand there. So we always said if we're on the far left, you could almost just hit it out on the 17th tee and you're going to get your drop either side of the grandstand and then you've got a pretty easy chip. Not easy chip, but it's See, just going to feed. See, these are things that guys think about. <laughs> feed down to the pin. So sure enough, we hit on the left side and we got a five iron. Mark does this sort of stuff on the range too where he, he can hit a 50. He does bubber stuff where he hits 50-yard cuts and hooks. Doesn't really do it on the golf course, but this was the perfect chance. And we're like, mate, if it goes straight, it's fine. So I was like, all right. And then he hit this unbelievable looking shot but it sort of dipped in the air I'm like oh that's got to go and you can see on the coverage it lands right in the upslope and takes all the heat off it and just trickles around to five feet and then mark always tells a story that he hit his shot and he's kind of running around to see it where it is and saw that it land, it's on land and then tiger goes well i guess i ain't fucking laying up now <laughs> he, he's like battling to make the cut he's maybe one inside the cut line and yeah, i can't remember where he hit it but yeah that's tight that was a uh, Mark, great <laughs> shot. I guess I'm not laying off now. <laughs> so yeah, I never heard that part of the story. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What's it like playing with Tiger at uh, at a Masters? Yeah, I mean it's always. I mean it. I said it. We played with him the last round of the U.S. Open at Pebble, 
And I remember him walking off the first tee. It's just like, no matter what happens today, it's going to be a cool day because he's, he's the, yeah, he's my hero, like golf hero. It's yeah. So it's hard to beat any day with him. But then yeah, you've seen him play that golf course and tons of success, obviously in the way. He, but he does it at every golf course. He hits the right or whatever the shot calls for. He tries to hit it and tries to pull it off. And the way he places his ball around there, it's, it was it's cool to watch. You guys play with him a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah, we do, yeah we went through a stretch there. It hasn't been as much lately, but yeah we. We went through a stretch, whatever year that was, it was either 17 or 18, him and Tommy, and then that year we just happened to get both of them at the same event. But, yeah, it was Tommy Fleetwood and Tiger. It was every other week. Because the, the, it doesn't seem to bother Leash playing with around that mayhem. I know obviously there's no crowds this year, but like yeah. it, it doesn't. That, he seems to just be unflappable. Yeah, I don't regard. know if it's because he's done it so much now, or but he's always kind of just thrived on that. Um, his rookie year, we played with Tiger in the last round of the BMW, and that's what got us in the Tour Championship and effectively won him the rookie of the year. Um, and shot a bogey free 69 or two, or two or three under, whatever it was. So, yeah, he's never, he, he likes it. He chats to him the whole time and tries to get comfortable that way. And, and now they've, I mean, it must be 20 or 30 times they've played together now. So, you know, Tigers donated to Mark's foundation stuff for auctions. And so they're somewhat friends. Yeah. So, cool. Doesn't bother him at all. A quick break here to remind you guys that No Laying Up is brought to you by Precision Pro Golf. We are, of course, deep in our Taurus Sauce season, season six, the Oregon season. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, that means episode five, Pacific Dunes, narrated by Neil Schuster, is live. It's on our YouTube channel, so go to youtube.com slash no laying up. Check that out. We really appreciate uh, Precision Pro Golf's support of that season. All golfers strive for a comfortable and confident swing. A big part of developing that confidence is your pre-shot routine, which uh, I've recently learned I don't have one. I actually need to start developing one, and it's something a goal of mine for this uh, upcoming fall. And also, it starts with knowing how far away you are from your target. So we made the Precision Pro NX9 Slope Rangefinder a part of our routine throughout the trip to Oregon while filming this tourist sauce season. It always helps us find uh, find the way to the green. It might have taken a little longer uh, during the Pacific Dunes episode due to some extenuating factors. But the C-Suite, the Strat Boys, and the NARC, we all trust Precision Pro Golf to help us choose the right club and swing with confidence. It is the only rangefinder company that offers free battery replacement services. So you're not only getting a rangefinder, you're signing up for a lifetime service. So our listeners can receive an extra $20 off the Precision Pro NX9 slope by using our coupon code no laying up so go to precisionprogolf.com use coupon code no laying up all one word at checkout for $20 off our favorite range finder the nx9 slope swing with confidence hit more greens with precision pro golf let's get back to maddie kelly do you have a rule or guideline or something as a caddy that like you don't do you ever like there's certain guys you you would speak to first during a round of golf and like is tiger one of them like would you say something to tiger during no. a round? no <laughs> oh, no there's all my well yeah, there's almost no one that, uh, apart from him, that you're not scared to talk to. But you just like you don't want to get in his way or upset his routine. It's, um, yeah, he's about the only one. Mate, uh, Phil's kind of up there as well. It's just you just don't want to, especially at a place like Augusta. It's like you're not going to walk up and say, "Hey, hey, Tiger, what's up? We can sign this." Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, no. But anyone else, it's I guess they just don't really have that aura about yeah. him like they, those two do. The female story from last year's ma- Masters is great. We like, came up to him on seven. I was like, hey, Tiger, like, how are the kids? And he's like, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, we're, <laughs> not doing this. Focus. we're not doing yeah. this right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the week, do you do you mostly cook and, and hang out at the house? Or yes. You- the house we have has, a, I think, maybe two or three years after we started staying there, they put a back deck in. So they've got the, I don't know, 15, 20-foot deck out the back with a grill, and we yeah, we'll do a fresh market run early in the week and – stock up and yeah cook every night and much. then on site are you so in that little in that new 
uh, or newish kind of caddy. Caddy era, yeah. It, like, are, is it just loaded up with chicken salad sandwiches? There's a, kind of yeah, there's a fridge for sandwiches and there's a separate fridge for the, uh, drinks and stuff. But then they also have a kitchen so they can make it whatever they want. And then they have a, a buffet of, of food. There's, they look after us so well there. And then they have maybe five, six recliners, three or four TVs. With um, They do the coverage of like 15, 16, 17 or whatever, uh, 13, 14, 15. Then they'll have back nine co- that They're all different. So, so in that shack there, you can just go sit in a recliner – yeah. Right on the range there and just hang Sometimes, out. honestly, like you might have a one o'clock tea time. It's fun to get there at nine and just chill <laughs> and hang out and then see That's everyone awesome. come and go. Yeah, it's, it's it's the best week for us by far. Do you ever watch like early coverage of a tournament to see how putts are breaking or see where guys are missing things? Yeah, Do definitely. You, you yeah. can pick stuff up pretty yeah. easily on TV. Yeah. Um, He'll text me and be like, dude, watch out for this today. I'm like, <laughs> no, you're clearly watching. Some, uh, some events more than others, but that one, yeah. And uh, part of it's just watching the Masters too. Um, being a golf nut, you just kind of want to watch it anyway. I think as much information as you can get, it's always helpful. It's up to you whether you use it or not, but definitely get as much as you can. We were talking about this with Matt Fitzpatrick as well, but the, looking at the, there's a data golf arg- article that talks about experience at Augusta and how it, there does seem to be a true eight or ninth year, tenth year of experience. Like guys really yeah. do perform that much better. Do you see why, and what can what what do you attribute that to? Probably the aura kind of wear of. Augusta yeah. wears off at that point, um, or maybe a little bit before that. But then, but just learning everything you possibly can about that play. It's no you no chance of doing that in the first even first two years. There's so much you're trying to learn, and then once you do learn, putting that into play and not being nervous to do it, and all that's like getting up the first tee and hitting the appropriate shot, even though you feel like the last thing you want to do is just don't top it or don't look. Like, you can't feel your hand. Like then it becomes all right. Now I feel comfortable enough to actually go and try and do what I'm supposed to do rather than just get it in play. Bones said something that like I still think about every time somebody plays 16, which is that for whatever reason, like when the pressure's on down there, people always go long. Yep. I don't know if like, it's like, he's like, I don't know what it is. There's a lot of people down there. There's no oxygen, yeah. but it goes long and it took forever for us to put it into play. Yeah. Do you, one specific to that, do you have anything that you guys do there on 16 or do you have your own little things there? It's kind of like, you know what? I can't explain this, but it's been like this every time. Um, no, but I kind of feel the same way with 12. I think they just play really short. Um, the the But going back to 13, Jason Day hit it over that green, and I think he bogeyed 16 and 17 Fathom to end up end up eventually winning. But, yeah, if we're ever even close to between clubs, it's almost if it's almost just a club less for us anyway. If it's a perfect seven-iron yardage, we'll probably hit a hard eight. Um, just cause, and just because long's so – Yeah. It's tragic over there. So And then the same with 12 – Especially the right pin, you almost you know not trying to hit it pin high anyway. You're just trying to get it over those bunkers somewhere there. So you just and, but that seems to play really short as well. And left pin, you're kind of just going straight at anyway. And long being okay. So no, there's nothing that we there's nothing. I mean, I listened to that pod that he did. It gives you like almost chills when you yeah. hear Phil hit that close after doing that. It's that's cool. It's fine. That's part of make what makes our job so cool. If you can work out something like that and put it in play, and it affects the result. It's a good feeling. Well, it's like you get more and more valuable year after year too because it's not only the player's experience, it's also your experience yeah. with him and you can call back on those shots. And I think so. And it's so hard for the like – they've got so much to worry about, like golf swing. And so if, if it's up for – if we can take their mind off where the, what, how far the pin's on or what, where they're supposed to hit it when they're not supposed to hit it, that sort of stuff, kind of guide them properly around that place, then – and until you see someone or go through it yourself hitting it where you – really not supposed to and realizing how bad it is 
So it takes a while, but then, yeah. So if you can take, if you can give the player a bit more, take his mind off that sort of stuff, that's, I think, becomes a lot more valuable. Mm -hmm. I don't remember where the, to attribute this quote to originally, but something along the lines of, you don't read the greens at Augusta, you learn them. Do you think that's inaccurate? You're nodding your head as if that's accurate, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you remember things more often than you do seeing it with your eyes. For, I think so, yeah. yeah. And Mark's very, Mark's very, like he'll come back to me after either making them, and he's like, had that putt in the past and it did this, so I and ended up making it this year, stuff like that. And I think, and going back to like the Greens book, I mean, if you don't, because there's no greens book, you have to learn them rather than just saying, oh, this is 2% slope, two inches outside left, whatever, you know. Learning them from your approach shot too is very valuable. Interesting. Um, More so than other golf courses? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah just because the, the miss is so severe or the bad miss is so severe the, and hit it, getting it to a position that it becomes an easy par is, uh, is pretty valuable. How has the prep been this year with, uh, you know, like the schedule being different? Yeah, we... And the only thing we changed, we were kind of 50-50 on playing this week. Didn't want to be on an aeroplane, be at restaurants, just simply because of the COVID testing. And it's the one way, I mean, knock on wood, hopefully we don't test positive at all. But we just thought if you're at least at home and control your environment a lot more, because the last thing, you, I mean, yeah. so it's going to happen to someone. I mean, hopefully it doesn't. But if they test positive this week, it's going gonna, it's gonna to suck. And I don't know what the, do they extend an invite then for April to that person? I don't know how that all works. You'd hope to like to hope they think they do, but who knows? It's, it's Augusta, so that's what I was. Yeah, I, I, I we we sat you on the other side of the table to make sure it's like yeah. just in, <laughs> social just distance. In case yeah. It would kill me yeah. if that wanted to be the case. But uh, you ready to dive in the yardage book here? Please. All right. I want. We are going to go. I don't know if we're going to do every hole, but I wouldn't. I'm not going to stop you if you're if you're able to do every hole. I think before we get there, tell us like what's what's Mark's most comfortable shot shape and yeah so with the well with irons he works it both ways when he's playing well generally works it both ways pretty easily always likes to hit whatever that uh, and i think playing with tiger has taught him it, you just hit whatever the shot calls for and if you can do it obviously if you're not feeling it that day then, then you might change things but then off the tee with his driver it's a fade but he can work his three wood both ways so do you see the right to is it like do you need to move it right to left at augusta i think it helps a little bit I think it's negated if you can hit it high. Okay. 10, obviously, you need to. 13, 13, there's still room to hit a little cut there if you need to. It'd help to hit a draw around that corner, no doubt. Um, Two's the one that always comes to mind for me. Yeah. that's And when we first started going there, it wasn't a big issue because you, you couldn't reach those bunkers almost. Now that everyone can, you kind of got to hit it left of those bunkers. But if you can hit it high enough, you're, you're over the trees and mm -hmm. you can almost fade it down there as well. 14's one actually you pr you do need a slight draw there because the fairway is so cambered the other way just mm. to hold the fairway so this year i think it'll be soft enough that it won't really make a big difference so you get a new yardage book when you check in every year and yep. then you bring your old ones just to, and translate all the notes because i see we're on i'm on the first hole here looking at it yep. and you've got a lot of numbers written down here is this just so you go day by day and say this was my number yep. you, it looks like you have a front number and then it's like 30 paces on for number one you get that 185 you you jot down what club you hit yep. and that's all just so you had this encyclopedia of data to, to work back on yep exactly and so it'll say what round we played uh where the wind was I just draw an arrow. I don't write to south, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, the strength of the wind out of five, I always write either one or two out of five, three out of five, where it landed and then where it finished. So you can work out how far they're releasing with that club. Wow. That, day. that is, and then you go, I see some numbers here, like next to some sprinkler heads where 
you're you're charting. You, I, I imagine you do this in practice rounds, going and checking what the actual slope yardages yeah, are. Yeah, so how far up it plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're in meters too, so oh gosh, um, you'll see all the yardage numbers first converted to meters, and then yeah, up three, up five from the back of the bunker. So how do you convert to meters in real time? Just in my head. Yeah, uh, I've done it for so long now. Um, they have. I don't know if Augusta does actually, but most every other event has meters books. Um, and then the guys that guys usually carry a, either a chart, um, but we're within one every time. You know, I don't know if 143 yards is exactly 130 meters, but it's no more than one. It's either 129 or 131 if it's wrong. So, <laughs> we, we, so yeah. you, you get that front number, you translate it to meters, yep. you add, you take the yardage that it's on, yep. and then you translate that to meters. Yep. And then that's how you end up with your meter yardage. Yeah. <laughs> all within, it's all got to happen pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. So tee shot on one. So I'm seeing like a 309 yardage carry, 276 to reach those bunkers. But how do you guys get around the the, the the tee shot on one? So like I said earlier, like that didn't used to be a big deal because we could barely get, I mean, it's normally into the wind. It's your first swing of the day. We could, we normally used to be hit at maybe middle of that bunker, 290-ish, 295. And now, now it's... You've either got, you'll see a lot of three woods nowadays. It's actually gotten more narrow because you hit, like the run out left is way more in play and we can't carry that three on bunker. So it's kind of right in the middle for us. Three wood leaves us a long way in and driver, we have to really hit a shape and depending on how confident you are. It seems like day, an uncomfortable shot. Yeah, 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 it is. And that's the thing with the whole Bryson talk, like, there's no doubt it's going to be an advantage. There's just that's just how it is. <laughs> well, one of the things I wanted to do on this hole by hole is like, all right, you're also Where's catting Bryce? for Bryson. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing here? I, see, his line is going to be something that I've never even thought about. Have it's, you played with him since he's not since no, he's okay. changed? No. I mean, he's just that that bunker is an app complete afterthought. It's not even in play for him. No. Yeah. And I mean, unless it's 50 degrees and into the wind, <laughs> it feels weird to say that. But then it might be in play at 310. But they also move you up quite a ways. I mean. We won't be hitting off the back back marker. The other thing that Augusta does that see so you'll see on the bottom of the page there, the T box where that red dot is where it's actually measured from compared to every other event, it's at the back of the T. So a lot of time you'll see the T's up ten, but it's actually this is where it's measured from. So we'll be up twenty from the back of the T. But so it's only ten. It's only of, ten, yeah. so it'll be three hundred ish. Yeah. And then Matt Fitzpatrick was talking about how he picked up a tip from Justin Rose. It was just like, if you are in the middle of the first green, you are no more than 20 feet away, 20, 25 feet away yep. from any of the putts. So they play center of the green there. You guys have any particular strategy for the approach into one? No, we're the same deal. Just at the areas they can have pins, it's a big green, but the areas they can have them don't, it's really quite small. The only one I, we don't love that play to is the front left. It's like nine, uh, sorry, 14 on-ish. Just because it, well, you get two or three feet past that, and you can almost put it off the front of the green if you get a little rush of blood. That one's a tricky pin. Do they surprise you with pins? I mean, is it pretty predictable from year over year? Pretty much, yeah. The one that's gonna eventually they're gonna have a pin on five on that front top little section, and it's it's seriously about seven feet. But like there's <laughs> around you that pin, you've got about three feet long, three feet short, three feet left or right, and that's it. It's actually going to be hard to like leave your putt up there if you don't get the pace right. That was the first hole I ever saw when I walked in. Like I walked in that gate when oh, I was, you know, yeah. however old, and just remember thinking like, "Wait, like that's the fucking green." <laughs> yeah. That's what I was saying. The fits too is like I. You walk that course as a fan, and those golf shots look so difficult. Yeah. Just the the shape of the greens looks. Like I don't know what I don't know what my shot would be into that right. hole, and yeah. I know this isn't designed for us, but like man, they had just, a 
the one place walking off the street that's like yeah. is so visually intimidating. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the, honestly, the play there is just get it over that front slope and somewhere short of that bunker, and then try try two. But they did have a pin on the front right there one year. Might have been like 2010 or 11. Um, it was seriously like a yard and a half on the green, but 15 deep and with a five degree, a five foot slope behind it. Are there any? Um, stop me if I don't ask a question related to any any little nuggets you have on any particular holes. We don't have to go into into it on. One every question hole. I have too. So at the beginning of the day, you pick up the hole locations yep. sheet, and then what's your what's your process look like? They usually come out. The, Steve Sands usually sends them to us actually like the night before. So then you just you just go through and you put them in, and that's what I was getting at earlier. Like it's up to us then to know exactly where the pin is on the green. So then I can, and then Mark doesn't have to worry about that. But then if you're not sure about one, you get you either go if you've got time, you go out there earlier and just if you've one or two you might need to see, you just go straight there and you can knock it out pretty easily. And then that's the experience thing. If you you know roughly where they're gonna put the pin and then they might change by a yard or so, but where the miss is and where So going down to number two now, um I see your your T shot here says minus twelve meters. That that means it's playing twelve meters 12 down meters the hill. Down. Yep. And then you guys so what what's your what's your target? You're you're, you're aiming at that bunker with a little bit of a draw? Some years Mark's been able to carry that bunker, so it's three eighteen. Cover it downhill, obviously, and if there's any sort of help, roughly at three hundred, you can just kind of just bomb a high one there. And if that takes that out of play, it's a huge advantage. And then this this does a lot to the credence of the you know the slopes on TV, or you know you can't do justice to us on TV. It's like from the top of that hill, even with that bunker, it still plays fifteen yards downhill to that green. Yeah, fifteen meters, almost twenty yards. Yeah, yeah. So I think actually the second, maybe second and eighteen are going to be the two holes that look. The most different without fans um you're going to stand at the top of the hill and it's normally like there's almost like a grandstand of people there just sit on the hill that really surrounds the green it's going to look bare this year yeah it'll be an odd odd kind of shape as shot far as the wind this year have you talked to any local augustans or anything no. like that as far as like is it does it typically come out of the same direction or no i haven't um it will be interesting it'll be a, it'll be a lot different you know with it cooling down rather than getting warmer in the year is um, there a prevailing wind at augusta i feel like i'm I've sure ne- actually yeah i've never really yeah. thought of it as a, a typical yeah. wind direction i think just everywhere yeah <laughs> uh is it weird to read to, to try to uh, those trees really do play a huge factor in trying to read the wind out there oh th- yeah there's certain holes you can you use like if you stand on the second green you can see seven third tee, you can see so like you just try and do as much as that I guess the, yeah, the other little nugget we have is like, so 10, 11, 12, the tee shots are all exact same direction. So when you tee off 10, if you can, rem- like you get, yeah. the only problem with that is you're so covered by trees that you're back there, on, you're in a shoot on 11, um, you're in a shoot on 12, you've just got to really trust where the wind has been. It doesn't make it any easier if it starts swirling a little bit, but if you stick to that one, you're usually not, not too far away. Interesting. So number two, I'm seeing a note here. I'm assuming LHS means left-hand side. Yep. Chips will stop on, and I don't know what that what, what's so, going down there. But so if you miss the green left there, because it's so severely sloped from you're above you're above the pin and chipping straight downhill. But if you hit a decent chip, it will stop before it goes into that bunker, okay. and then it actually becomes an uphill putt. So it's not that drastic. Any any particular strategies when you guys are coming into number two green from you know with say a second shot? I mean, obviously, it's going to depend on the pin, but yep. you know if the pin's left, where are you guys playing? Wait, if the pin's right, what do you got? What kind of shot are you guys hitting? Yeah, that that left pin, depending on the number, it's it's either it's super aggressive because that front left bunker is not that bad. Just don't be short of the bunker or don't be left of it. <laughs> but then the front left, you can if as long as you're just on the front third of the green, pretty relatively easy chip or putt up the hill. 
you just don't want to be more than like three or four yards short of the green because then you're kind of blocked out by the, at the edge of that bunker. I there's love watching so many, too. There's so many sprinklers. I know. Yeah. Oh my God. There are so many yards just out there. Is this like the easiest one to get a number? The Pretty easiest much, course yeah. to get a number? Yeah. You could almost caddy this place with no yardage book just because they're all, all the front numbers. So you get your pin sheet and you walk around. You, you need all the notes and stuff, but. And that's what yeah. in here on this second green, you're getting three fr different front numbers on the sprinklers because there's three different front points because yep. of the left quadrant, the right quadrant, and the very front, exactly. which is very interesting. So when the pin yep. is on the far left, you could, you know, it's 43 yards to the front, but it's 61 yards to the front left. Exactly. Yep. So then you, so it gives you a number saying that's five on from front left, and that's yeah. how you get that. But the pin sheet will say 21 on. So then you've just got to make sure you've. Work, calculate it gotcha. properly from the front right and then work out where the cover is. Gotcha. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So getting to number three, this is the hole that I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that the pin position is really going to dictate a lot more of your strategy off the team more so than a lot of holes on this golf course. So 100%. Yeah. What, what, what's, when are you guys sending it? When are you guys laying back? Or what's your guys' strategy there? Uh, pretty much the only one we don't is the front right. It, it kind of varies. The wind dependent. If we can get it on the upslope, then the front right's do very doable. Most some guys like that full wedge shot into the left pins. It's just that's one you it's like. That's the most almost the most precise you have to be on the golf course. You can hit it up the right, and if there's any sort of backspin, it's going to feed down that way anyway. But then you've got the super 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 quick putt down the hill. So go into that front right. Where are you trying to? What number are you guys trying so to? So if play you can't, if it's into the wind, and you, so you can't get it on that upslope. I mean, you're looking at at least 90 to 100 yards, which puts you right in between those bunkers. Try to get enough spin on it. To yeah, you want to be able to hit a, a foolish enough shot so it doesn't spin too much, but also you need it to grab at the same time. And it's only four on, so whatever. basically your front number is about where you're trying to hit it, one or two past that maybe. Three is such a great dividing line hole. It's like you can make a birdie. If you yep. hit two great golf shots, you're making a birdie. But also if you go for it and you don't, you might, you're yep. probably making bogey. Exactly. Like, especially yep. that left pin is yep. a true where people can yeah, separate themselves. One. And then it runs away past that pin into that little valley behind the green. And it should be an easy chip, but it's got four feet of break on it. So <laughs> you, get your, you get a little antsy with it and it doesn't get there. You, it's rolling back to your feet. And it's a tough one. It's a good As hole. far as the Great surrounds hole. go, like as far as the, the, you know, playing it off the fringe or playing it here or there, like are you always trying to, I mean, Mark's a relatively low ball hitter. Yep. Too. So when it is a little bit wet out, like that probably affects you guys a lot more than other people in the field. Yeah, and the years he's played well, his short game's just been phenomenal. So, and I think going back to what we said, if if you aren't one hundred percent on, but your short game is, you can definitely keep yourself in the golf tournament around this place. Is chipping easy at Augusta? Like relatively speaking, just that grass seems so pure, and there's enough there that it's not off bare lies. At least yeah, what it seems. You like. never get a bare one, which is nice, and it's yeah. Bermuda underneath. So it's, you've got a little bit of cushion underneath. I guess it's ryegrass, whatever it is on top. Mm -hmm. And also, most of the time, if you're missing it in the right spot, you've got a big slope that you can work it in off. So, you'd, But the into the grain factor, I guess, makes it difficult because you can easily just hit one two feet. Are you reading I, – I believe the answer to this question is there is none, but are you reading grain on these greens? No, Mark does. He does yeah, read he grain. Does read, I mean, minimal. He, he believe, he's a 100% believer in there's grain in okay. there. I, I, They're I, so fast that it almost doesn't matter. But no, he he definitely has a little bit of a grain. Okay. Yeah. Wait, like on three, where are you trying to? Where do you not want to go on three? Well, right trees are obviously not a good spot. But then just the if you got fifty yards, if you get driving, you got fifty yards in that left pin and any pin really, you get that a little heavy. 
you've got 38 yards in for your next one. <laughs> um, the back one seems like you could get, like you're not trying to leave yourself a precise number to the back one because yeah, you can hit you, a running shot exactly. back there. Yeah, but. you just kind of let land that middle of the green, let it fade down. That's actually probably the easiest pin on the hole just because left of the green is actually not bad there either. Um, but then, oh, and then you've missed that one, right? It's cactus. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good hole, actually. It's, it's yeah. a sneaky that one. You got, yeah. that, that one takes a lot of work and, yeah. and strategy on it. I used to think it was kind of a lame hole, but the yeah. more I kind of dug into it, I was like, yeah, yeah that's actually one of the Got a players. shitload of notes for four. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> talking about four. It's a, it's a good short par four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a brute of a par three. How often are you using the – do they use the two different tee boxes? Are you up at least one of the days usually? Yeah, so let's see. Yeah, one day on um, – what um, I've got 2018 here. Um, yeah, one day I feel like last year maybe it was two. It's a better hole. It, they need a middle tee there somewhere. That's 220 front from the back and 150 from the front up tee. Like let's have a 190 front. Yeah. would be nice, but – um, they don't have that on any holes. They no. don't have like that's where you know if you have a day this you know this fall like eleven per yep. se, and you get a cold wind back in your face, they can only move that hole up to yeah four eighty five at the at the least yeah. I think or four hundred because that tee's a hundred yeah. yards up. Like that's they're not going to do that. You're right. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd love a middle tee there, but yeah, it's funny that hole's hard. Even the left pins, you want to miss it left, especially the front left that's fourteen ish on. That pin seems so it's difficult. so hard. There's, the false front's eight deep, so you've got six over that, which good luck if you can hit a three iron, just straight at it, carry it, your exact number, like all play to you. It's down 12 yards, 10 meters. But yeah, that front right, if you're missing that front right bunker to that pin, it, it's the, it's, there's too much slope to stop it. It'll stop before it goes in that left bunker, but you've got 20 feet. This hole always seems to me like the green is too small for the distance you're coming in from. Like it just seems yeah. so difficult to anything that's not any pin that's they're not on the top tier. Yeah, it just seems. I yeah. And now I can't think about this hole without thinking of Phil Mickelson being <laughs> in the trees to the left, long left. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. he was trying to put it in another, the bunker, right? Yeah. He was trying to put it in the left oh, bunker. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the, yeah. And that's the spot to hit it. To be honest, I mean, it's those left pins, the back, the top left one. The top right pins are really hard because you can't hit it long, and then you've got to you can't run your bunker shop up up there. You got to fly it up there. Talking about the sand, is it remarkably consistent throughout? It is. The it is really good, actually. It's and they've got that nice firm base. I think that's why the Aussies, although they've only had one winner, they do well because a lot of the times you're actually yeah you're almost aiming at bunkers. Sorry to backtrack here, but I, I skipped over what what Bryson would have done on two. He's just getting it. How I, mean, my, I guess the question is how far down the hill can he get it? Will it run? Is think, he able to get to a spot where no one else has get to? And it I think in April he'd be able to. But and that being said, I'm just assuming it's going to be a lot softer. Who yeah. knows? But I mean, um, shit, like he's getting it down, like I mean, he's like he, on the crosswalk, right? <laughs> I mean, if it was firm, I'd honestly, I mean, that bunk is an afterthought at 318. Yeah, yeah, he's going to have to take it so far left. But I mean, the fairway slopes that way. He could end up with eight, seven, eight iron in there. Yeah. And that's and three is going to be interesting too because it he can get there. Yep. And it's just how what what is his strategy going to be based on the different pins because yep. he could get there and make five pretty yep. easily if yep. you're in the wrong spot. Absolutely. Yep. So that's going to be interesting. And then four, I mean, it's going to be he's hitting less iron than everyone else is hitting yeah. into that. That's, that's the other that's, advantage of doing what he's doing is just take away the driver. Everything else is regular and, shots. And, are yeah. Still like he's hitting his seven iron as far as guys hitting. He's 
four on. So four is the hole that I'm wondering how much that's going to dictate his strategy on what he puts in the bag, right? He's, he's flirting with this 48-inch driver. So yeah. does he take two drivers to Augusta? Because I think Augusta sets up great for that because this is one of the only holes he's going to need a long-ish iron. But even that, 240 downwind or downhill, it's playing 230. That's got to be a five or six iron for him. Yeah. So is he taking yeah. a four iron or a three hybrid or something out of the bag to put a second driver in? This is the only hole he'd have to think about that what's on, right? What's his setup right now? Like, What's his stock setup? I don't even know. I don't, I don't know either, but I'm saying there's not a long iron shot that no. he would have at Augusta other than four. Potentially the eighth second shot, but he could yeah. work around that. Yeah, t- yeah. No, you're right. He can get away with five on. <laughs> oh. So that's what's that's yeah. what's scary about um, that. And but. yeah, unless he's, I mean, I guess he's not even going to think about hitting less than driver off seven. Sometimes guys hit less than driver off seven because it's quite narrow. We, yeah, no, he's not doing that. He's going to hit driver. <laughs> he's going to have a flick. Yeah, I can't even get my head around the stuff that shots that he's going to have to. All right, we'll come back about. on that. I, I'm gonna. I got an outdated book on number five here that I'm looking at. Oh, you brought yeah. three books. So um, we're each got looking at a book here. I think Tron's got the 2019 yeah, book. Yeah, I've got 19. And just looking at the at the lines on the green, like yeah, that's so hard terrifying. <laughs> well, what's that tee shot like now with the new tee on, so on five? Last year we couldn't. I mean, I guess the numbers say we probably could, but if you're aiming just right at that bunker, you almost can't get to it. The run out at the right is. It looks looks like it's, it looks really short, but it plays so long. It's so far uphill, and then obviously there's no run. So obviously completely different to what we were used to. It used to be a three wood for us. It kind of just shape one up the right and not quite take the bunkers out of play, take it on a little bit. But now it was yeah, last year it was just driver. Yeah, some of the decision on. making came out of that hole, yeah, which I think, I think so. yeah. it still seems like a very uncomfortable hole. Yeah, we actually ended up hitting a cut there last year. Oh yeah, and part of that I mean, that probably helped. That's probably why it didn't go as far. I think Tiger did the same thing; just aimed at him and cut it off him mm-hmm. rather than aiming up the right. And Have you ever been in that back bunker behind the green? Yes, yeah, it's actually not a bad spot, especially the back pins. There's actually you just o- take those mounds out of play in the front. Yeah, it's actually. Pr- I mean, my notes here say it's okay to all of them that. They're eventually going to use a top left pin there. Well, I guess it's kind of frontish left pin. It won't be very good to that one, but the rest of them, it's fine because you're actually, the the slope from the front of the green acts as a backstop now to that to that bunker shot. Uh, it's I should well when I say that it's it's good for a good bunker player like like Mark's phenomenal yeah. out of the bunker. You'd rather so, be on the green. You're not yeah exactly. We're not, we're not flying into that thing, but if yeah. it trickles in there, it's it's okay. Yeah. Augusta is obviously changed a ton over the years, but this hole I've always struggled on. The original concept for this was the road hole. Maybe it's kind of a reverse road hole, but I really don't see a road hole template at all in this, in this one. Now I would hundred percent agree. (laughs) So uh, it's, it's the one, it's the, uh, I don't have many holes that I don't love out there, but it's probably one of them. I just, I don't love watching this. hole. If you design that today, it'd be all right. Start again. Speaking (laughs) of the road hole, like I can't wait till, I guess it'll be 2022. We'll have you back on before San yeah, Andreas. Yeah, love we'll talk to. about yeah. what, what yeah. Bryson's going to do and probably oh, yeah. two or three oh, other people at that point. Yeah. I mean, so Bryson on five. What's the cover, Tron, on the left bunkers now on uh, off the tee on five? You're not, thinking about, you're not thinking about like that number. Th- 313. Yeah. That's the, 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 the far that. one. They moved the bunkers too when they, they moved, moved them, the tee? I'm pretty sure they moved them left. Okay. Um, it's, it's 279. To, yeah, like, so I got two seven seven. So it must have the been the first one, and then three thirteen to cover the second one. Okay, yeah. So there must have. I mean, distance wise, it probably hasn't changed much. Just a lot of the angle, I think, is. I still can't believe they moved a road to, to yeah. extend a tee. I mean, that the Google Earth. If you slide, if you go to Google Earth and just like slide the the timeline back further and just watch a road get moved, <laughs> so a new tee could be built. It is like it is jarring. It 
It, it does just look like, yeah, we are completely up against the wall, can't move it. No, 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 we move the yeah, road. Just move everything Have else. you guys ever been completely stymied over on the left in front of that um, massive elephant mound? We've been in those bunkers. Oh, on the green? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, and like had one roll back to the feed. Or I'm have sure one. we have. Yeah, we, we must have. <laughs> you don't write that down in the, no. in the book. Like, remember when you did yeah, this? Remember when you didn't, we didn't quite catch one and go, yeah. oh, remember when I gave her a bad club and we come up for that <laughs> short? Um, I, see, I've always, at least courses I've played a lot, I've never felt like I need to write stuff down. But now I, this, I see the benefit of this of, you know, you have written in that back bunker, okay to all, especially back pins yeah. behind five. So yeah. that is just like a great visual. You just, like, it's, if you're somewhat between clubs, you, and you see that little note, it's like, all right, yeah. well, let's just favor. Yep. As long as I don't fly in the bunker, let's just favor that. That's great. All right, on to number six, downhill par three. I feel like this is one of the holes that is very – the pins Sneaky. are set. Well, well then, You know what yeah. the pins are going to be on yeah. six for the yeah. most part. Half the green they can't use, basically. It's right, Probably more than half the green. It's a really, really cool green. I mean, that back left pin is really fun. It's kind of redany. Like, you can use that slope in the middle of the green to get yep. it back there. The front left is very bullish, very attackable. That back right one is very difficult. Yep. Um, any any other uh, notes, nuggets? You Just have the the back left. If you don't, I mean, it, it'll roll back. If you, I mean, there's it's two or three yards on top of that. There's a flat spot up there, so most of the time it'll roll back, and you might have thirty feet, and that's the place to miss it if you're going to miss it. But then it, if you get hairy on your first part and you hit it five feet past, you can hit it your next one back down there. If the greens are quick that year, oh, they're always quick, but really quick that year. So it's a really sneaky, tough two-putt, but reward for hitting a good shot. Like you said, that front left one, pretty gettable. But not a lot of easy putts down there. No. I, feel, I feel like I see a lot of guys hit it close there and struggle and then, to make the putt. Yep. I guess you usually, usually play on Sunday before. What are the green speeds like Sunday to Wednesday and Wednesday to Thursday? Does it progress a lot during the week? I find the Sunday before the tournament is the most likely you'll get Thursday. Okay. Saturday, Sunday, the like past champions and members can still go out and play. So it's almost like this is as close as we're going to get it. Let's show them what it's like. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of let it go a little bit Monday, Tuesday, sharpen it back up Wednesday, and then Thursday they get it back. Interesting. Because um, I've heard if you play it a month in advance, you are playing a totally different golf different course. Different place, yeah. 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 We've, never, we've been once before our first year there, and it was I mean, it was nice to get like a part of the aura out of the way and all that sort of stuff, but it, it for golf it. course-wise, it yeah. was not really. All right. On number seven, so this hole, again, the original uh, This is the one this, that makes me the, the most upset, yeah, I think. Yeah, it used to be like 18 at St. Andrews yeah. was the original hole. Now it is a long par four through a shoot. It could not be any more polar opposite. But this hole seems very, uh, from an outsider's perspective, very devoid of strategy off the tee. I mean, it's just like hit it right here. Is that kind of how yep. you guys view it? Is it driver? Is it? If the wind's off the left, we won't hit driver just because Mark being a fighter, the fairway slopes a lot left to right. So we have hit three wood in the past, but anyone who draws the ball is going to hit driver. And you see that next tee up is 120 yards up. So it's exactly what we are talking about earlier. If they, yeah. There's no chance there's of playing no an up tee. <laughs> yeah. um, not that they need to there. It's a short hole, but I'd love that to be a three-iron wedge hole. I think that's what it was supposed to be, like you said. But yeah, I mean, fairways so important. The right trees, you can always chase something up in the bunkers, sometimes sneak them through. And the front bunkers to any sort of pin aren't that bad. Um, left trees, it's so hard to hook. You've got 100 yards and you're trying to hook something and chase it. doesn't never really works out that well. So you do think this is full bore driver for Bryson, though? This is the one hole I was kind of like, I wonder what he's going to do. Well, here. the only thing I see is it doesn't get any 
from where he's going to hit it, there's no... It's the same width all the way exactly, up. Exactly, right? yeah. yeah. So, I mean, why wouldn't he? It's like he's hitting that club the straightest anyway. Hmm. So, this green is really cool, I think. Well, and it seems like the trees up the right, like if you get far enough down there up the right, the trees kind of thin they out. They thin out, yeah. Right? That's what I was saying. Like, see, you can always, not always, but most of the time you can either sneak one under him, you can hit, get one up in the air and get on the green. Left trees, not so much because it divides the third and the and the seventh there, so they're a bit more thicker. But yeah, and they're really cool green. They're, that way right pin is is such a hard one. You almost don't even try and get at it. And then the three. Sunday pin is very accessible. Exactly. Yeah. Mark's actually made a two there to that pin. Same deal. Just hit it up past it. Bit of spin, hopefully. If not, it'll just roll back anyway. Back pins are tough because long's no good. You got the runoff left, runoff right. And those front bunkers look to be okay to uh okay to the front middle. Yep. God, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Front middle pin. Pretty much even that front right pin, they're pretty good because you just use the slope. Back pins. Yeah, it's okay, but it's tough. You're not going to make six, but you'll, you'll be doing well to make par. So on to number eight. And again, this another one that is playing a very different slope than I think. I mean, I, I think this one's pretty well highlighted on there, but I'm seeing, you know, from the where you would be playing left of that of the of the bunker, yep. plus 20 yards playing up the hill yep. into that hole. Um, the bunker looks to be perfectly positioned for, for you guys in Most terms guys. of you yep. got <laughs> to avoid it. Yep. Looks to be an afterthought for Bryson as well, though. Correct. What's your guys? You guys hitting a cut? Yeah, Mark always starts in the left there, and the bunkers. Yeah, you can actually hit it right of the bunker and still have a shot at the green yeah. within reason. Bunkers just the only place that you can't get it on the green. Well, left trees too, I guess. But even from the left trees, you're laying up so far at the right that it's it's actually okay. Um, you're but, trying to find the angle to come into that green. If you're laying up on eight, are you really trying to? So you're looking straight down the shoot of those yeah, mounds that guard um, it. Yes, definitely. Especially depending on uh, back left pins, you you want to get it past the front edge. If you can, eat like 20, 30 past the front edge if you can, even though you're not really going at the green, just so you have full enough shot to spin it and then you've got all the – you're heading straight downhill rather than side slopes. The opposite is that back right pin. You don't want to be past the front edge. This, front this is another hole that when you walk by – like I, I remember not being able to see the green because of the mounds. The mounds around yeah. it, yeah. 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 Especially, yeah, they walk – I think most of the gallery goes around the, the left there and until you get on the other side of the ninth tee, you can't see much unless you're in right. that stand. Um, yes, and it's such a divide. I mean, par fives around here, I think, are really good because you feel like you should birdie them all. You can make six here very quickly. You hit in that bunker and you don't get your next one on top. You've got seven iron off a high, like a big slope to a tough green. You can make six pretty quick, but you sh you, know, you need to birdie that three or four days to <laughs> to hang around. Eight, and there are a couple holes at Augusta that are like, man, there is no other golf hole that you play during the course of a year that looks no. anything like this. I no. mean, it's, is, is it totally blind going for that green into the fr another front, not the front pin. Okay. Um, well, a blind, yeah, blind as in you can't see where you're going, but the front pin, you really don't have to hook it or draw it that much. I mean, it'll help definitely, but um, you can hit a straight one there and be fine. The back left one, you, it's hidden hope is you're hooking it, trying to <laughs> land into those mounds and then see Do you what have does. a certain spot on the mounds or a certain spot on a tree in the distance. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of, well, I haven't, Camera towers are a lot of L because, yeah, as you say, it completely blinds. You've got to pick something up high to aim at, and you can't see a lot of those mounds from the fairway. I feel like I don't know where I can attribute this to, but I heard somebody say that Tiger goes up the slope of that – he zigzags when he walks up the slope of that fairway because of how steep it is so he's not going directly up a hill. Does that sound That's, right? It could. Some of the back <laughs> issues, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's – that's a steep, steep slope for sure. Maybe it's Phil when he wasn't in as good a shape, but supposedly <laughs> somebody got, you, you, you huffing and puffing when you get oh, to the top sure. of eight. Yeah, 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 for sure. 
And then coming back down the hill on nine. I love, uh, I love nine. Yeah, nine nine is also a, a hole that I I mean it used to be, but before there was a ton of trees in between, it used to be like an option of playing up one fairway or nine because yeah. the the green used to boomerang around those front bunkers, and uh, obviously uh, that has changed a lot over the years. But tee shot, you're just trying to get. Are you guys trying to get it to the all the way to the bottom of the hill? Is that yep. possible for you guys? Yeah, this is one where I mean you would love to hit a draw down here, but even Mark as a fader, if he hits it high enough. The, the trees on the left kind of overhang the fairway a little bit, so you got to dodge them. But he can he, he can hit a high fade down there, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, generally we'll run all the way down the bottom of the hill and have some sort of wedge in. It seems like an uncomfortable shot, though, off a downslope a little bit. Very. You kind of need to hit a draw maybe around the bunkers a yep. little bit. Especially to any back pin. The good part about that is you're trying to land in the middle of the green and bounce it back there. At least that's what that's what we do. This Excuse seems me. like one with Bryson where he's, he's going to hit it down past – where the slope is anyway. Like, he's not going to get the benefit of the downhill yeah. roll, right? He well, well, this is the hole that Spieth said. That <laughs> yeah. he, he was like, he has a, and I, I looked this up on Google Earth, I think his fairway is 630 exactly. yards wide yeah. because it, he it, could hit it, it. It's where the old members, like, practice range used to be, yeah. right? Yeah, right yeah. in the middle of, yeah. what is that, between 18 and... Yeah, between 18, 9, and... Um, yeah, and 8, and, really. Yeah. That, yeah so that those was trees, where, those yeah. trees on the left, they're, they're, they're not in play. Yeah, so he's right, and he's going to have 600 yards to hit it in. And a, and a great <laughs> angle down there, too. Yeah, you're, you're going to want to be down the right for sure, but he's saying he could go all the way to the leaderboard on one, like is where yeah, left, the fairway yeah. is. I mean, you don't yeah. want to be over there. Um, that's no, a bad angle, but he yeah, he, he he's going to hit it and find it, and those yep. trees are not going to be an issue for him there. <laughs> exactly, yep. The slope of nine green, I think, is another one that's super hard to – capture and show but like that false front is extremely real but only to a couple pin positions right yeah they use two down the bottom the hardest part about that one is actually not hitting another well you know how bad short is but so not overcorrecting and hitting on the next one up because it's you can putt it it's one of those ones where you see guys hitting it sideways and using slopes to even keep it on that that right level i'm surprised it only plays a couple yards up the hill from that from the bottom of that slope it looks like plus five plus, plus five, four or something yeah, like that seven to the back yeah i guess it's more gradual Tricky, yeah, tricky. Fun hole. It's Very a, fun it's hole. A, it's a good yeah. hole. All right, back nine at Augusta, which is really, I mean, the tournament uh, doesn't start here until. <laughs> We've basically been talking about practice rounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 10 tee shot. You mentioned this one as being the one of the two that you really do need to draw it a lot. Yeah. Is it three wood for you guys? Is it we driving? hit three wood, yeah. Three wood? You can, firm years, you can hit an iron. The only thing, thing is the fairways are mown into the grain. So if you get unlucky and it doesn't quite run down there, I mean, it's, what is it, 250 to the to the start of the downslope down. Oh, and you need to cover 30 you need to cover more than that though. Yeah. You're not just yeah. trying to hit a 250. So 230 adjust uh, 220 adjusted in the air. Most guys. This is one that I was thinking about is like if Bryson hit driver full bore with a draw on it, does he have to worry about like being the only person to ever put it in that middle bunker? Oh, I don't know. What is how far is it to those? I mean it would it would have to be like 360. 360 yeah. 360. I, think I, I mean definitely be worried about that bunker. Yeah. Somebody almost got in it last last year or maybe the year before that. It was Rory or somebody put okay. one real close yeah. to it. But I, I think he's he had even said this is not a driver hole for him. Yeah. I don't see any no, reason I, for him no, to be a driver. I wouldn't yet. Yeah, I, I would see him hitting an iron here before he hits it, before he hit driver. This is another one that just looks like a very uncomfortable shot because you're never on a, you're not getting a flat lie anywhere on number no. 10. A lot, flat, a lot more flat down the left. Um, so the more you hook it, the bigger advantage you get, or bigger reward you get, sorry. Tricky green. If you don't get all the way down, then you've got, let's say, if you hit it 300 yards, you've got 180 front. So it's seven iron ish, six iron ish for some guys, the back pins. 
right being not good. Left, left, just left of the green, you can. It's a pretty easy chip to most pins. Is yeah. there a certain sense though that like if you if you hit it in there with the wrong shot shape and you hit it left, it's gonna it's gonna yeah. Down if, the hill. You, if you're hitting any sort of draw, you have to be right half the green. Anything on the left half of the green is gonna run off. Hmm. So yeah, definitely a fade fade into that green. That front, that top ish right pin, very sneaky. Bunk is not great. I feel like I see guys not put this green very well. It seems weirdly hard to read. It's, it's severely slow from f back to front. Adam Scott talked about that when he won. Stevie giving him a adding a cup to his read. Like, that's hard to hit it when you think you're going to win the golf. Well, you're playing good enough to be a chance to win the golf tournament. You think you're reading it pretty well, and you, someone tells you to hit it a cup higher than what you think it's going to be, and end up being the right call. You made the putt, but that clip is so cool because you can Stevie like looks down yeah, at the ground like, and is nah. shaking his head <laughs> and he's like, I am promising you yeah. that it breaks more than you think. Yep. And he makes it, uh, yeah. it is, it's gotta be hard. Is it? I mean, do you have oh, that in you? Do you have that? in? I you? don't know if I do, to, to be honest, <laughs> like <laughs> just get out of the way. Let him, <laughs> I mean, if that's, if he just shaves the right edge and you've moved him a cup, mm. It's a tough, a tough one to swallow. That's why Stevie's but, got all these green jackets yeah. in, in, in his closet. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, gosh, I gotta admit, it's probably my least favorite hole to watch at Augusta. I think it's one that's just been. I, I don't. I hate what they've done with it over the years. I hate the trees down the this right. This is one where if they wanted to do something just crazy this year, like go to the members' tee box and say, "Yeah, it would figure that, it out." That's guys. the only way to negate Bryson's advantage. Yeah. Because then, because that at that point the water's in, the, in play for him by the green, <laughs> or or he's got a super awkward, yeah, like seventy yards, right. like, yeah. Because yeah. um, that green just doesn't seem to want. Like if you guys are coming in with four, I don't know what you guys are usually hitting into this that. green. Yeah, I mean, you, there's no reason to go at this green, right? Well, in thirteen, you guys birdied this hole. What'd yeah, what did you do in thirteen? Twenty thirteen, you're saying? Twenty thirteen, yeah. yeah. He we it was the back left pin on Sunday. Mark hit it. I mean, a great shot to 25, 30 feet short right of the pin. And then it kind of just fed down the green to pin high. Uh, sorry, not pin high, in line with the pin. Mm -hmm. And then, and then yeah, made it. But Bryson's going to – this is where he'll really separate himself from the field, I guess, because, yeah, like you say, we're hitting – if we've got five, four or five iron in, we're not going almost at any pin. It's just right edge of the green and try and bounce it down and – there's also the mound short right of it that you got to avoid because even if you hit that, you can go down in it, the water. It can kick in the water, yeah, for sure. That's 20 short of the green. The back pin, it's super hard. It's probably the easiest one, but if you hit it too far, trying to get pin high and you miss the green right, now you're blocked out by the bunker, chipping straight down towards the water. You almost like lay up your chip there. <laughs> Missing the green right to any pins, it's the place to miss it, but it's super hard such, such a hard chip. I feel yeah. like that middle right pin... So yep. You look like you know, kind of on that flat. Like that's almost seems like one of the tougher ones because you've got, you've got the mounds so close there, and then I don't know. I don't know. This might be just the way I see it, but when there's water left and there's a right pin, those are the hard pins. Yes, because you're not going to aim at the water. <laughs> we talked about this with Max. It was oh, like yeah. okay. yeah, for an amateur, it's the yeah. opposite, right? Yes. When the pin is yeah. close to the water, it is terrifying. Yeah. But so you just miss over to the right. But when the when the pros don't have a place that they can bail, yeah. Then that is yep. the ones where super super like, uncomfortable. So you like picking like the island green on, at Sawgrass. When the pin's on the right there, you've got twenty yards left of it. That's with a wedge. It's not that hard of a shot, but you put it. I mean, it's, it's a wedge anyway, so they, you should almost always hit that green. But you're not going to miss it right of that pin, and to get it close, you've got to take it on. That's so this whole those right pins on eleven are super super hard. Yeah. God, it's such a such probably a hard the same, Probably the same philosophy for twelve then too, right? Where yeah, we almost 
it would be situational to really go at that back right pin. What, what's the difference between the two tee boxes? Does it really do they do? Is it Sunday tee box the same every year? Is it do they? Uh, I guess they do they line up the pins with the different tee boxes. They, I don't feel like I ever hear that discussed on the telecast. I don't know. I'm not I'm actually not sure if there's a reason they use. There could be. We don't. We don't. I don't play any different. They're the same. They're pretty much the same tee box for us. Have you guys gone in the water there before? Um, I'm sure. I don't know. He's banished it from his memory. <laughs> if we have, I've deleted it. Yeah. 13 was really cool when Mark made that birdie on 11. He's obviously jacked up. Crowd's going nuts. I think he hit wedge. It was like the back right pin, obviously, but we weren't going, taking on probably more than we should have, but he hit a wedge. It was like 160 yards. He was that jacked up and hit a wedge like 20 feet. It's a great shot. Um, and seems to play pretty short, that hole. And then we always use the, the wind from 10, 11 tee shots to... Even if it is bouncing around a little bit, kind of forget about it and trust it. Are yeah. there pins you are going at? I, we know it's not the back right one, but are there pins you guys are attacking? Yeah, the, I think the left one's and left, and then the one over the middle of the bunkers. I think very gettable. You, you might as well go at them because mm-hmm. there's no great bailout. And are, you aren't. Pl- do you notice the wind swirling down there like people say it does? Or? It definitely does. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, you've you almost rather it be up when you're hitting because then at least if it dies, you're probably going to be long. It's not that it's a great miss over there either, but you shouldn't make five or six from over there. But yeah, as I said, we kind of just trust our compass, what we've been going on. Doesn't make it that much easier, but yeah, it definitely swells a little bit. You Do you carry an actual compass with you? I don't, know. No. Okay. No. I um, there's a, you know, I guess they're probably in my older books now, but you just during the week, I just check every what, they've got, what compass they've got in the book and I'll circle them and give them a tick if they're correct. The one on the second actually is always... The whole hole is on one page of the yardage book, so they've got one compass. So you need to turn your so I always just write it. It's like south southwest direction, huh. stuff like that. Interesting, because I think I, I'm guessing the 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 myth or, or whatever the legend around the wind on twelve has to come when the wind is in in your face that you wouldn't feel it as much because the trees behind blocking the it. green are blocking you a yes, little bit. Yes, I would okay. think that. And, then, and then it probably to get to you probably comes up eleven ish. And then you'd also feel it coming up thirteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, We've thirteen been, now to thirteen. What uh, what is your guys' line, shot shape, target? And what you got, you... The whole limb thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'll, take it. I'll try wild. and sneak a photo when I'm out there next week <laughs> and send it to you just to make sure. It's definitely there. We It's a three-wood for us, trying to turn it over somewhere near that corner. The 290 run out at the corner leaves you 175 yards front, so that's where we're trying to hit it. It's kind of demoralizing when you see guys just bomb it straight over there and I mean, we're we're almost hitting it into the most narrowest part of the fairway. But the theory for us is, if it doesn't, if it's not perfect, and we don't have a good number, we just lay up, take a big number out of it. And you are you trying to get it to the flatter part of the fairway down the yes. left side? Yeah, yeah. 100%. and that's where we were in thirteen. Actually, Mark had a, a great tee shot. We had six on off the flat. I need to look up where he hit it. I can't remember where he hit it. Well, and that's where, uh, you know, not to, I don't want to deter this conversation into the distance debate, but that exact thing is like what this shot at 13 is supposed to be. It's not yep. supposed to be a bomb driver over the corner no. of it. It is supposed to be, hey, if you want to hit it really close to the hazard, you're going to be rewarded with a flatter lie. Exactly. And if you bail, your lie is going to be more awkward. And yep. the second shot is so much more difficult. And to, to for the game not to have that balance on one of the greatest holes ever yep. Is really really sad, yep. I think. And so, with and that in mind, what is your take? If you're caddying for Bryson and, and the trees, let's just say the trees look exactly like they have over the years. What's your play? I mean, there's no as hard as it is. I don't think it's in the spirit of the game. It's not the right thing. To, but you take every advantage you can get. Oh yeah, for um, sure. 
the line, he's going to have to hit it so far left, though. It's the line that I've never <laughs> really looked at that much. Because he said he's just playing into 14 fairway, and that seems to be the, the widest yes. area of yeah, fairway. And that wouldn't be that far left of where we're trying to hit it. That's kind of like, that's probably 10 yards left of where Mark's trying to hit it, and that would make the most sense. There's no point taking on, I mean, he's going to have probably a 9-iron or a wedge right. in. So Are you guys aiming at those two trees, like those two yeah. trees yeah. right there? And right they right? Act, from the tee, they look a long way right. So it's actually... Whilst in the narrowest part of the fairway, it gives you almost gives you a bit of a oh, as long as I get it to there, we're okay, and we've got an iron in from there. It'll feed to the left. Feed to the left. It doesn't. It won't get on the flat from that that spot. You're gonna be left of that, but not as visually as as intimidating as some can be. I'm assuming. And then for laying up, like what are you, what are you looking for there? Well, it's dependent upon where the pin is. And and honestly, like (laughs) you see, so many guys hit it or not hit it up the right enough. You've almost got to move the crowd. Or at least pre-warn them that you're going to hit it out there because that's the flattest spot and the best angle for the distance. You don't want 60 yards; you want at least 100 or 90. So you, we, I, I try and get Mark to hit it as far up the right as possible, except for like those back, that back right pin, what and even flex, the back left like, one. You can you can bounce it up there a little. Have bit. you physically moved the crowd before? Have We've told like you get up, you get up the top of the hill, yeah. and you're like, hey, they, we're coming this way. Yeah, like <laughs> you're not going <laughs> to move. You're not going to move 500 people, but yeah. Huh. What uh, for this second shot? If you guys are going for it, is it just like we just want this ball in the center of the green? Is yeah. It, do, any any like any things you guys have picked up over the years on that on that shot? It seems like such a critical shot in in everyone's round, but it seems like everyone's got kind of a different way of playing it, strategizing it. Are you just going to go ahead and hit a draw with the slope? Or are you trying to fade it off of it? Yeah, it, it really sets up for a fade. Um, Mark kind of gets worried that if he if he starts it too far right, it's just not going to move that much, and it's, and. You kind of got a short enough club in that, like it'd be easy to hook a three iron. But it wouldn't be as easy to hold the green, but you can shape them a lot easier. Six irons, it's kind of a little harder. Um, and he doesn't love starting at trouble anyway. He'd rather start it in the clear and and work it towards trouble. But per, I mean, perfect par five for if yeah for most people. It's a great <laughs> like, great golf hole. You should go for it every time. If you lay up every day, you're not you sh- you're not gonna have much trouble. If you hit a decent wedge, you get a good look. What do you think is the tougher pin there, the fr- that front pin or the one like way on that you know back mound there? Back mound probably has a lot more pars because it's really you really need to get you, th- you know it's three out of four there. days you need yeah. to get that one. But the back left actually probably might have more two uh, th- eagles too. It's weird chipping from long left of that green that little gutter yeah, there. That that left side of there it's it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, that middle that front frontish to middle left pin is is sneaky. Um, especially for the wedge shot, um, kind of a small little flat area to hit it on. If you're hitting a six iron, and then you, sh- you need to get that hole. <laughs> on to 14. I see. Uh, <laughs> do not miss tee shot left ever. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We've hit it over there a couple of times and had no better than five, I don't believe. It's, yeah, the whole green slopes that way, so you can never... You can never get it anywhere near the... At least from the right trees, you're hitting into the slope, and you could control it somewhat. Um, this is a hole you're trying to get, though. This is a birdie hole, huh? Yeah, with with, with this green. I mean, apart from the ridiculous f- false front, Which everything it, kind of feeds towards each pin. The the drawing in here, the false front is literally half the front. Yeah, the, the, the yeah, entire front half of the green is unusable. So it's a, it's a tiny green, like as usable pins. I remember the first time we ever went there, Jeff uh, before Mark's uh, rookie masters, I guess it is. Jeff Ogilvy said, I'll give you 100 bucks." He dropped the ball on the left edge of the green and said, if you can keep it short of whatever pin it was, middle, 
and Mark putted it almost off the right edge of the green. It's just, <laughs> it's just so, such a severe slope. Which so when you're hitting a uh, approach shot in there, you use that. You just don't want to miss it to the left side. How year over year, we know what the Sunday pins are for. I'd say you know, what, let's say fourteen of the eighteen holes. We know pretty much where they're going to be. How different is the location? year over year like it's in the same general area do they move at a foot is it five feet is it in the exact same spot do you have any any yeah i think that can make a big difference on some of the reads yeah um no more than a yard i wouldn't think um unless it's like a brand new pin obviously but um like the eight i'm trying like the 18th i'm sure that doesn't move more than one or two feet yeah mate two feet would be a lot i would think um holes like this one on 14 they use that um just over the slope uh, just over that false front, that's a diabolical pin. Especially if the wind's down. It's yeah, just impossible you just can't get, get near it. <laughs> this um, is one, too, that looks like, you know, once you get past that 320, 330, it starts to kind of widen back up. This yep. is another one that Bryson, yep. you know, Bryson will have more of an advantage because it's going to be wider where he's yep. landing it. We hit a three-wood off this tee, too, just because the fairway slopes pretty severely left to right. He won't have to deal with that. He'll be hitting it over that little ridge mm. corner. And then 15, driver, full board driver for you guys. Yep. Have, I guess, is this, is this a difficult tee shot? It seems to me like guys are having a, a, a lot of trouble with this tee shot. Ever since they put the trees down in down the right side, yeah. it seems like a, a tougher tee shot than maybe people uh, realize back home. Yeah, it's not, it, it is, for us it's okay because we can start at those trees and Mark can just fade it off them. But, and he can't reach the run out trees. You don't want to get too close or else you have to hit that hook shot again. I w- do it again. That was some yeah. of the best theater I remember from that Masters. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's such a big reward if you get in the right spot. You're hitting an eight iron or nine iron and so you, we go full ball driver. This plays a few meters down uh, yeah. downhill as well. Is it? Is it any other nuggets on, the, on that approach shot of like, hey, we can't be, it carries a little further here or you're getting to the, the adrenaline part of a yeah. round, I assume yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, it's such. No, it's not easy just to bail out over the back. It, like, honestly, like that back left water on 16s in play. If you if you just be blasting one straight over there, it's such a tough chip from over there. That's why I mean, we hit in the water on 13. But Mark was trying to make three to win the to- like yeah. well, contend in the tournament and come up short and roll back in the water. But I'd much rather him do that trying to make three than hitting an extra club straight over and then chipping it down and making five and. Right. No, it would have helped us, sure, but we're not winning the tournament doing that way. So, and the best way to lay up is down the left side. It has like. to be down the left. Yeah, you got to be careful of those trees. Who was it last year that Molinari, Molinari clipped them? Yeah, so you got to be careful of those. But it's so much flatter. Uh, it's it's probably the wettest part of the golf course do, <laughs> like down there. So it's CBS so, like didn't even react. <laughs> yeah, well, they, yeah, they totally didn't know that it hit the tree, and and that's how it ended up going in the water. Going but. back to Bryson, like this is one. For me, that like this one feels like it might actually be tougher for him with driver. Potentially, yeah. Just, but he could just either hit three wood, or he could because if it, he gets one in the it fairway, does narrow up so yeah. much. Oh, def- he's like, definitely going to be hitting in that narrow area. He might actually get it in those trees where he's far enough in them that he's not actually the limbs don't start till in. fifteen yards up on those things anyway. So he might be okay. Jeez. I didn't think about that. <laughs> you get but, so close so it's, to the so it's, yeah. so it's narrow in theory, but not really fairway. Fairway-wise, yeah. 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 Because you can manufacture shots from exactly. that left side, too. Yeah. I mean, not ideal, obviously, right. but from 150 yards, he's hitting a wedge but or nine. In the right winds, though, he could be, yeah, I was going to say, he could be hitting wedge into this green. Easily, right? yeah. yeah, if not, yeah. I mean, he could if he gets one. 
What are we looking at? I keep emphasizing yeah. this whenever you know people are saying I'm exaggerating some of the clubs he's hitting into. Like, we haven't seen the 48 inch driver yet. No. And it can get longer than what we've seen, which is insane. But yeah. like this is coming, and I can't wait to see what happens. But yeah, this. Uh, so yeah, you're long. I'm assuming that long on 15 is is better for certain pins. Is there are there certain ones yeah. that you're just like. So at, uh, if way left pin long's okay, it's just such you're kind of like bumping it into the short into the fringe and letting it trickle down. If you just get a bad bounce off there, it's in the water, but it's the only place to miss it. You're not gonna, oh, you shouldn't flirt with missing it long. That's another that's short. This another approach that I look. I, you, you, there's a crosswalk there, so like fans can go out and yeah. stand in 15 fairway. Yeah. And that looks like an island green. Like, and yeah. dudes are just dropping four irons into yeah. it. And it's like an infinity green. I know. And I know these guys are good, and I know all that, but that's the shot, the, the ease at which guys are able to just drop, get yeah. get the number right, I should say. Like that's, it, honestly, that's the hard, that's probably the, the, one, the one I've had the most trouble with getting the right club, or both of us have, getting the right club in Mark's hand. Just because, I mean, and then you see on the highlights, Tiger hitting these shots to three, four, um, not just Tiger, but, you know, the, the ones contending, and they get it, like you say, they get it right, and it's four iron or a five iron. And it's so hard to get it. You have to land it exactly within two or three yards of your number. And on that one that you play the slinging hook around the tree, how much? How are you judging that distance? Like, how much are you factoring in the, you know, the de-lofted yeah. hook? Um, what we did, well, yeah, we used the front number. Uh, Mark's not a uh, five lines about one ninety four and one ninety five meters, and that was what we had to the front. So we knew as long as it got further than which with the hook it should. We were going to be okay if it went dead straight. It was going to cover everything we needed to, but then yeah, as I said, it started like dipping down the hill and I got the heart rate up a little bit. And uh, but it, the front of that green killed it nicely. Mm. Then on to sixteen. So we talked a little bit about this one earlier about you know it plays a little shorter than uh, for whatever reason that might be. But uh, any other that that front right pin looks so difficult and it honestly is. kind of boring to watch because everyone ends up down the left anyways. Yeah. actually that front bunker and, and just right of the green is not bad to that pin either. You just don't want to be past pin high to that pin because then you end up with a up the slope, but then once it gets on top, it's going severely right and then downhill. At least from short of it, you're just going uphill the whole way. Yeah, tricky green. The right pin, that top, well, at least it's top right. Yeah. That Sunday pin also just looks very difficult to putt to. Yep. From, on, from anywhere that's not short right. You know? And even the even the f three, four footers above the hole to that Sunday pin is sneaky hard. How real is the, the proximity of all of these holes? You know, you guys have been there coming down the stretch competing for a Masters. Like, you can, it has to be impossible to avoid what's happening in other parts of the course. Yeah. And that's what'll be weird about this play. I mean, you'll see obviously with the scoreboards, but you, you just kind of yeah. know the rules and you know what's a, oh, I guess you think you know what's a, a birdie roar, depending who it's from, what's a eagle roar, what's a par save, you know, yeah. what's a good shot, what hasn't been hold yet. I don't, yeah. It's gonna be you funny. Yeah, it's, it's impossible to avoid. That's yeah. for sure. It's gonna be funny this year. If like, I wonder if it's Bryson yelling like, "Come on!" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or they'll pipe. Will I pipe crowd noise in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many true. eagles has Mark made at Augusta? Um, I'm not sure. He's got a few. They get one. They get the uh, silverware, don't they? For everyone. Yeah, crystal. Um, yeah, it's a few. I'm not sure. That's just the ultimate flow after 10. I was going to say, I, I have, didn't realize this was a life goal of mine, but I want to drink out of one of those things. <laughs> I got to go to somebody's house that's made an yeah. eagle at Augusta and drink out of one of those things. 17, another Bryson full board driver. I imagine yep. driver for you guys. It just, again, yep. it seems to be just uh, these tree lined holes both sides is just pretty much, there's not like a. There's just no wide part to hit it to. So yeah. there's no point hitting less. Um, there's an overhanging branch 50 yards of that tee that's 
perfectly in Mark's eye line <laughs> uh, for a fader. One question I got going back to 16, you've got a note in here, round two, uh, it says jacked up. That would have been uh, well, probably the, what year he's twenty. He's got twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Okay, so we must have said something must have happened on fifteen. We either made three or seven, <laughs> so he roast. He would have roasted Roast one. one. And, yeah. And, and how much are you factoring that in? That's awesome. As you're playing, like Saturday, Sunday, like like what is what is jacked up? Is that an extra five meters? Yeah. Well, that extra... at that point, it's just I'll just say, look, Mark, this is what we hit yesterday, but you were pumped, and like, and then he can work out how either hard or how he was feeling relative to that day when he's over it. But just that's like just more information and then up to us to process it. But yeah, can I check that out real quick? Yeah. I want to see how far he hit it because he hits his shorter ones really far anyway. Oh, this, so this is from 18. So this would okay. have been after he made the eagle and he hit nine iron, 165 yards. Okay. So, Dang, that's cool. Yeah. That, do you, are you guys ever like far off on clubs? As in me and Mark making the decision? Yeah, yeah um, as in like having... Very rarely. Yeah. yeah. The thing for like, so Mark grew up in the wind and he traps, almost de-lofts and traps the ball a lot. So his short irons can go silly distances. So that's where we kind of, and at, and at the end of the day, then he'll be, he's the one to decide. Like I can always say, mate, you can get wedged there. I've seen you hit it this far before, but if he's not feeling it, then he'll just go to the soft nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, we're never that far away. At seventeen, there there isn't a it doesn't seem to be a ton of ton of strategy with this one. It just seems like a, a kind of a, just a difficult golf hole. Yeah, hard, just narrow. So important to be on the fairway. That back left pin plays so short, especially downwind, and then the into the wind. That right cover plays long, just because mm-hmm. there's another. It's almost like a second false front over there too, so that you've got. 10 basically 10 to carry the bunker and then another six over the false front so you're looking at 16 over halfway into the green at that point i feel like i've seen some uncomfortable chips from down that front yeah. right from yeah. guys in contention and then too. long left is yeah you much rather be front right do you agree with neil's contention that, that, that this is stinky nandina <laughs> <laughs> he's always shitting on this all <sighs> there's not much i mean for, yeah, there's not much going on with it. For I mean, everything else that's going on yeah. and the holes around it, it's, it's just kind of like a But it's a probably down. not a bad thing. You don't, I don't yeah. know, there's all, you, you almost don't want too much. Every, a birdie will go a long way here. Bogey's going to hurt you. I'm always fascinated when I go, like, you know, back by 18T or back on 17 green. Like, it's how exposed that little yeah. knob is that, that uh, 17 yeah, green. Yeah, that's that right on. side of 17 green. It's, yeah, there's nothing around you. Yeah. Then going to eighteen, the uh, on TV certainly looks like a shoot. Does it feel like a, a claustrophobic shoot? Yes, yes. There's some yeah. limbs in the way for you guys as yeah. well. Good thing that that first left bunker is you can get on the green comfortably from there. Um, so Mark's always aiming at that, working it off it. Half a club up from the fairway, it looks like up. It's I yeah. So I mean, that's where like the laser and everything will say whatever it is, twelve, fourteen. But it just doesn't seem to play that much, so we we always just go half a club because we end up adding too much, and then you're always past the pin there with the super downhill part. So we just we went back to half a club. I don't feel like I ever see. Yeah, I don't. That's interesting. I don't feel like I see guys posing on shots on 18 that come up short. No, you know, it always does always seem to go past long. It, yeah. yeah. So it just doesn't seem to play. It's full up there. But. Is, so is this one that Bryson can? can take it completely over the bunkers. I mean, they don't even give a cover number on the bunkers. It's 314 to the front of the second bunker. Yeah, so if you go by the fairway, it's three, it's going to be about 335-ish. So down downwind, he's hitting it straight over. And then it's the the widest fairway. And it's the same fairway you'd be using on nine. Exactly. So 
That's yeah. like over where, where Tiger was in 97. When, before they, yeah, yeah, before they moved everything. Huh. So it, it, is this a golf course that, you know, Bryson, you see... I, Wingfoot surprised me, to be honest. I just did not think it'd be a great setup for Bryson. Do you see... Is it like Greenlight Special for him, or is it just... I think... If he's not the favorite for this one, he he should all like once he gets one go around it, and then April, coming back in April, he's gonna be yeah very very hard to beat because he'd be hard to beat this year. He's still got to be precise with all yeah. the approaches. Is yeah. the big question. Mark. And then if he just but if he and he's putting the weeks he's played well and won, his putting is through the roof. Yeah, he. I think I heard a quote like I think Jordan did a podcast somewhere and said uh, it's his to lose already before we even teed up. And, Kind of feels a little bit that way. Like he's just from the clubs and stuff he's going to have in. But who knows what, you know, weather will have a bit to do with it. But it's, he's still going to have that advantage. So, like, even if he's hitting it to where we normally hit it, no one else will be. So, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be good viewing. It's not, it, I am definitely not willing to hand it to him. He's going to have to be on. He's going to have to drive it great. Yeah. Um, and if he drives it great, though, it's just like almost the approach play is not that important because he's yeah, going to be playing from such a spot that even the marginal shots are going to be totally yeah, fine. Yeah, and if he gets to a point where it's so uncomfortable, he can just almost lay it up yep. like an uncomfortable 70-yard shot, just hit it to the fat of the green and yeah. move on because mm. you're going to have another 20 chances of throughout the week. Of, of What's the rest of the year look like after Masters? Shut it down completely? Or? No, we're going to play since we took such a – oh, since we the force break um, and we haven't come back and flushing it. We, we don't want to do that again. So we're going to take two weeks off, play Mexico, and then Shark Shootout. Okay. And then we'll have, I think, two and a half, three weeks off before Maui. You playing with Cam, Shark Shootout? Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah, it'd be fun. Hmm. So they were going to do New Orleans this year, and that didn't happen. So they're hmm. trying to make up for it. <laughs> well, this was an absolute joy ride for me. I, I have a feeling there's some golf nerds out there that would have, have got, gotten great enjoyment out of this as well. And uh, I feel ready. I'm, now I'm in a master's mood. So yeah. thanks for... Uh, Two masters in six months. I know. I know. It's going to be... Awesome. That's the thing. Is like I wanted to knock out all our coverage because it's like these, you can just roll some of this stuff forward for a few months yeah. and, yeah. and uh, I'm hyped now. So, Maddie, thanks for walking us through no it all, man. Thanks, Best boys. of luck and can't wait to follow along. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect anything.